The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. This year, more than ever, we recognise the work of our educators. Nominations for the Commonwealth Bank Teaching Awards are now open. Head to teachingawards.com.au to nominate a great educator today. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 28th of September. In your squiz today, COVID-19 restrictions ease for Melbourne. President Trump announces his pick for the Supreme Court. Valet Susan Ryan and de-stressing with a quokka. This is your squiz today. Melbourne will take its second step out of restrictions today with the rolling case average sitting at a low of 22 cases per day. They've come a long way in two months when new cases were sitting at more than 400 per day. What are Melbournians waking up to today, Claire? The overnight curfew will be lifted from tonight and more than five people from two households can meet outdoors as long as it's within five kilometres of their home. Also, restrictions on hospital and aged care visits have been relaxed. Uh, Child care is reopening. Primary school students and senior high school students will go back to school from the 12th of October. And there's about 130,000 workers who will be able to return to jobs. They're mostly construction workers and those involved in manufacturing and logistics. But it's still not a big reopening of hospitality or retail jobs. Uh, The hope is that that will happen from the 19th of October if those new cases stay low. All good news for Melburnians, but it was a tough weekend for Health Minister Jenny McCarkos, though she resigned from both her ministry and from Parliament on Saturday after Premier Daniel Andrews put the blame for the failed hotel quarantine program squarely on her shoulders. That happened at the inquiry into the failed hotel quarantine system in Victoria on Friday. What Daniel Andrews said was that he wasn't really sure who made that decision to have that program staffed by private security firms, but he said that it was under the purview of the health department and therefore, as the minister, it was appropriate that she take the fall for that. As to those calling for his own resignation, that's a no from Andrews, who says he doesn't run from problems and challenges. Over to the US now, and President Donald Trump has announced his nomination to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. Her name is Amy Coney Barrett. She is a conservative judge. She is looking to step up to that big job, even though she's only 48 years old, which is very young for that appointment. She also has very strong views on the conservative end of the scale, particularly including on abortion. She is someone who Trump says has a remarkable intellect and character. For her part, Barrett says that she wouldn't seek to impose her personal views upon the law. It usually takes at least 50 days from a nomination to the Supreme Court to the confirmation hearings. In this case, it'll likely be around 16 days, which would make it the shortest in history. But it would mean that the Republicans' pick could be locked in before the November 3rd election and cement a 6-3 conservative majority on the bench. Still in the US, and it's been quite the time for social media app TikTok, a judge is currently weighing up arguments in a last-minute legal bid from TikTok's lawyers to stop the enforcement of the president's ban on downloads of the app. We'll hear where that's up to today. Of course, the deal to have the US operations of TikTok come under American management is still being negotiated. What TikTok says is they don't need to pursue a ban because of those negotiations, but government prosecutors say that it's 
that's pursuing the president's judgment on national security. And over to Lebanon in an update on the situation there. Acting Prime Minister Mustafa Adib has quit after trying for more than a month to pull together a non-partisan cabinet. He just hasn't had any success in being able to do that. And it really goes to the criticisms that have been levelled at Lebanon for quite some time. And that is that it's ruled by these powerful factions and that no one can really pull it together and get some progress there. Adib's resignation is another setback for Lebanon, who's still reeling from the disaster that was that explosion in the port in Beirut, could also endanger the conditional promise of financial assistance from France. Over to India now, Claire, and Bollywood, the country's film industry, is under investigation from the Narcotics Bureau into widespread drug use in the industry. It's an investigation that kicked off from the death of star Sushant Singh Rajput. His parents say that it was his girlfriend, who's also an actress, her name is Rhea Chakraborty, uh, who provided him with drugs. And they also say that she's stolen his money. She was arrested, but she denies all of those claims. And now a bigger investigation, it seems, into the drug use across Bollywood has really scandalised the nation. Bollywood accounts for 45% of India's box office revenue. Plenty of stars are being pulled in to answer questions. So the The growing scandal just isn't going away. A message now from our podcast partner, meal kit delivery service, Marley Spoon. Mondays with Marley Spoon are all about making it easy to get your week organised so you can cook meals worth eating every night. With over 30 recipes to choose from each week with Marley Spoon, you can banish boring from your dinner table and treat your family by bringing meals into your kitchen that are inspired by cuisines around the world. And they'll still be easy to follow recipes, which you can make super quickly. For example, shiitake dumplings with slaw, peanuts and tonkatsu, which you can whip up in 15 minutes or Moroccan chicken burgers with red slaw and garlic mayo is another one. Head to marleyspoon.com.au to sign up. And if you're new, you can use the code the squiz to get $25 off your first four boxes. Back home and one of Australia's pioneering feminists, Susan Ryan, died yesterday aged 77. She was a Labor senator and the party's first female cabinet minister in Bob Hawke's government back in 1983. She was the first minister for the status of women and her job in those days was to pursue sex discrimination laws. She famously said that when she took that job, it was not unlawful to sack women uh, who were married or became pregnant. That That's just the way things were even in the early 80s. And, of course, those laws really revolutionised the way women are protected in the workplace, including from sexual harassment. Former Prime Minister Paul Keating said, though, that she had another big string to her bow. She was also the Education and Youth Affairs Minister, and that was when she took the job. uh, Year 12 retention rates at schools were just 3 in 10. uh, And by the end of 1996, which, of course, is when Labor lost power to John Howard. Retention was nine out of ten. She called the Sex Discrimination Act probably the most useful thing I've done in my life. She was also Australia's first age discrimination commissioner and later served as the Disability Discrimination Commissioner. 
Listeners of the podcast will know we're fans of a good scientific study. Claire, tell us about the collaboration between Tourism Western Australia and the University of Leeds. What um, researchers looked at was whether uh, looking at videos of cute animals had a good impact on your health, particularly in reducing stress and anxiety. And all of 19 participants took part (laughs) in this study, so very comprehensive. And yes, after watching Mm -hmm. half an hour of cute uh, animals and I think Tourism Western Australia is involved here because quokkas were definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, heart rates and blood pressure came down. <laughs> quokkas are pretty damn cute. Not a bad study to be a part of. What's the subject line today, Claire? I've gone for the Nancy Sinatra classic, My Baby Shot Me Down. Uh, that goes to our Squiz Sayings this morning, which is a story about uh, a couple of guys in an apartment in the US watching an ice hockey final. One of them has screamed out, shoot, shoot, <laughs> uh, which of course is very appropriate when you're watching ice hockey, mm-hmm. but a little bit worrying for the neighbours. The police were called. They must have been sports fans, though they were very understanding and everyone managed to laugh it off. That's all from us on a Monday. And while the weekend is still fresh in your mind, a quick reminder that if you signed up to the Squiz Today email as well and you use your unique referral link to get three people onto the Squiz, you'll get access to our weekend email, the Saturday Squiz. If that tickles your fancy, I'll put some more info into your episode notes. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. 